Peace, power, and prosperity, family. How you doing? It's the Bitcoin Block Bully coming to you once again with the early rising show of Coffee and Crypto, where we are going to cover the top crypto news, top 20 coins in the market, possibly do a little bit of chart analysis, and ask me anything at the end where the individuals can ask me anything on down to coin requests as far as a technical analysis on where we may see certain assets moving to. Um, first and foremost, let me get the disclaimer out. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I cannot give financial advice. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a tax advisor. I cannot and I will not give tax advice. I'm just an individual that's sharing my outlook and opinions on cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? What I state here is not any type of advice, not any type of signals. It's not to be taken as anything other than entertainment. Um, if you learn something, you could look at it as, at it as educational, though that's not the purpose. This is just for us to kick, kick uh, shits and giggles for the next hour and cover a couple of stories and then give added commentary on top of those stories. So um, with that being said, if individuals could, let me see, let me, let me see, can I share this myself? I guess not. Huh. So if you could, please tag a friend, tag a friend of the tag a friend, share this out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you can, please, just to help assist me in getting more individuals involved in um in this space. And basically the talk of finances uh period, which is something that I think goes untalked about at many a dinner table across America. So with that being said, let's get into our first story. Um, Bancor claims liquidity token airdrop will increase DeFi users by 500%. Um, the story that we're going to be covering here could be a possibility to see some gains from the BNT token, who right now is at an all-time low, at an all-time low, if I'm not mistaken. Let's take a look. Coming in at $0.25 cent a coin. Let's see. This is a weekly. Yeah. So when Bancor first dropped, let's see, we were trading at a high of 20 bucks. Came in at 20, crashed down to $2.82. Ran back up to about nine and a half. Broke back down to about 209, ran back up to 537. And it's been in a downtrend ever since. So this sadly is one of the currencies who's, you know, actually has a use case for the exchange market or the Bancor um swap that it is associated with it's just that you know a number of different currencies especially those that th this is the thing with this space you have traders and then you have innovators you have the innovators in here that's using a lot of these platforms and protocols that have currencies behind them but that those in the trading space care not for you know what i mean a lot of individuals don't even know anything about the maker dial platform what bnt does all they do is come look at the chart and look you know looks like a shit chart regardless of the growth of the company itself Bancor is one such company that has been growing, but that growth has not been reflected in the price action. Now, what they're going to be releasing in the next coming, uh, coming days, or a couple of um, weeks, rather, um, bringing in with the new year, should bring some added liquidity, not only to DeFi, but specifically to the BNT token. Um, let's get into the story and see exactly what we're speaking on. Um, they go on to state. The decentralized liquidity network Bancor announced its upcoming airdrop, which will start on New Year's Eve. In a November 27th press release shared with Cointelegraph, the decentralized exchange platform announced the official launch of, launch of its New Year's Eve airdrop, 
which will give away its ETH BNT liquidity pool tokens to 60,000 people. So pay attention, there's only 60,000 uh, slots open. Liquidity pools allow members to add liquidity to a decentralized exchange or DEX and receive a portion of the exchange's trading fees in return. So it's a liquidity pool, much like um, if you look at a real estate fund where you add liquidity to the fund for that fund to invest in real estate and then you receive um you receive a portion of that return that those investments make all the while you being a liquidity provider same thing with these liquidity pools that we have within the cryptocurrency space or the new money matrix as I like to call it um but Liquidity pools allow members to add liquidity to a decentralized exchange and receive a portion of that exchange trading fees in return. Making DEXs more liquid is perfectly crucial in ensuring that they can compete with centralized exchanges. And that's one of the biggest problems we have here in the decentralized space is that with the integration of everyday individuals utilizing some of these platforms that are actually open for them to use right now, is not that great as it could be so therefore we don't have the amount of liquidity that we have or that we could have versus centralized platforms um so you know they do a number of different um endeavors to bring in more liquidity to these different exchange markets um going right along it says users will be able to either hold the token and start receiving fees from each ether base trade from each ether base trade on Bancor, meaning that every time ethereum uh, uh, a coin is traded on the ethereum on excuse me on the Bancor platform you'll receive a portion of those fees or you can trade it for any other token on Bancor, including ethereum eos and DAI. so if you don't even want the airdrop you can instantly sell it off which you may see a great sell-off as soon as they open up um as soon as the airdrop is complete i guess when individuals first get it most likely you're going to see a sell-off for those that don't get it who aren't able to um get the airdrop or miss the airdrop you could always wait for that sell-off and buy on the dip not financial advice in any way shape or form just looking at the possibilities of what may can and could but may you know may not happen um increased liquidity in DeFi users a Bancor spokesperson said that the point of the airdrop is to improve DEX liquidity and significantly expand the use of decentralized finance applications. They claim that the airdrop would increase the number of DeFi app users by 500%. Now, where they're coming with this number, I don't, not really sure. Um, they are probably about, let's see, 10K total users of DeFi products today. So, so listen to this now. They're saying there's only about 10,000 individuals in the world that use decentralized finance protocols. If you are an individual, so 10K out of, man, what, what would that be out of the world population? That's a small percentage. That makes you and I part of that, maybe not even 1%, maybe part of the 0.1% in the world that is part of this in-house digital banking conglomerate, which hasn't even blown up and been put out mainstream yet. They go on to state. Bancor's airdrop will instantly create 60,000 DeFi users without these users having to take any action. So overnight, as the ball drops, we will 6x the number of DeFi users. I like how they're looking at it. I, like, I guess I like how they're looking at it. Um, those saying that them doing this airdrop is going to bring in 60,000 different individuals. I mean, what if I open up 100 different DeFi wallets or Bancor wallets and hold Bancor in them? You know what I mean? Then I get 100 airdrops. 
So that decreases the amount of actual individuals. But I, I, I get what they're trying to say, though. Um, Bancor uses proof of authority protocol on poverty project. As Cointelegraph recently reported, Bancor is applying the proof of authority or POA consensus algorithm to programs to alleviate poverty in Kenya. Interesting. We might have to go check this story out. Bancor provides local communities in Kenya with the ability to buy and sell local currencies using credit cards or popular cryptocurrencies involving 1,000 businesses and 20 schools. Interesting. The project, launched on July 5th of 2018, which I wonder if I covered that, um, fosters entrepreneurship and helps locals generate income. Let's see where this story comes from and how old this story may be. May have to cover this. But interesting that they go into how they're utilizing themselves in Kenya as a segue into the very next story where Jack Dorsey, who is the CEO of Twitter, states that Africa, not America, not Europe, not Asia, not China, but Africa will define the future of Bitcoin. Very interesting sentiment coming from um, an individual such as Jack Dorsey. Let's see what this, let's see how old this story is, though, this proof of authority algorithm. Let's see. This is from, I don't know, November 16th. So this was just released. Proof of authority algorithm uh, use case grow from pharma to games. Let's see. How long is this? Not too long. We can go ahead and check this out, actually. I want to uh, use this as a catalyst to the first story. So they're stating that while the proof of authority consensus algorithm is turning into perhaps one of the most mature versions of blockchain technology, it is faster than other algorithm, algorithms, more scalable, and does not depend on mining. Market leaders Walmart and GE Aviation are using POA to track supply chains. Wow, interesting. And Microsoft has created a whole line of POA-based enterprise products. See, these are the type of things that go on in the background that you have no idea, if you're not a part of this space, is going on in the forefront. Meaning, how many of you knew Walmart was using blockchain in any capacity whatsoever? You know what I mean? Nevertheless, there is something in these innovation mechanisms that contradicts the basic principles of cryptocurrencies, decentralization, and anonymity. Cointelegraph talked to technology companies to find out how POA products work and what benefits the use of this algorithm brings to them. How it differs from other algorithms. The POA consensus algorithm stands apart from the rest of the algorithms, and unlike proof-of-work and proof-of-stake, it does not require miners to be involved at all. In a blockchain network based on POA, all transactions and blocks are processed by approved account validators that replace miners. As a result, there is no need to spend vast amounts of resources to maintain the network's performance making such platforms extremely cheap to maintain. In this context, POA is currently being implemented as, what does it say, as more, as a more efficient alternative to older counterparts, as it is capable of performing more transactions per second. Um, such blockchains are also much faster than the others running on the POW consensus algorithm. For example, Blocks in the POA network are generated once every 5 seconds in VeChain, once every 10 seconds, and once every 15 seconds in Ethereum Express. Hmm, I might have to check out the Ethereum Express to see exactly what they're speaking on there. We're giving out turkeys at Quinn Chapel today. Okay, so brother uh, Crazy Folk Crypto, who, I wonder who that is. You're definitely in the, uh, in, in the area. 
But um, he said they're giving out turkeys. I mean, not turkeys, excuse me. They're giving out dinners today at Quinn Chapel at 2401 South Wabash. That's 2401 South Wabash. They're giving out dinners. Um, let me bring that up real quick just to that, you know, an extra plug for, um, you know, an endeavor like that. What is this? Quinn. Quinn Chapel. Let's see if I'm reading that correct. Yep, Quinn Chapel. There it goes right there. So definitely a um a positive deed going on right now from one of the YouTube viewers putting out there that they are giving away dinners for individuals that may not have, you know, places to go. Um and just putting the plug out there, period, regardless of, you know, are they would they, they wouldn't be listening to this. Um but yeah. Um just a little background, Quinn Chapel AME Church, also known as Quinn Chapel of the AME Church, houses Chicago's oldest African-American congregation, formed by seven individuals as a non-denominational prayer group that met in the house of a member in 1844. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to have to check that out and do some more research on that and see what was going on in 1844 in Chicago. Um, but yeah. This is the spot where they will be giving out dinners today. Thank you for that uh, plug, my brother. If you can't reach out to me too, I would like to connect with you on a couple of things. Now, getting on uh, with the story. As the name implies in POA, the authority of the participant and the guarantor of the transactions, the authority of the participant is the guarantor or the guarantor, guarantor of the transaction's validity. Therefore, such a network is protected against manipulation by the owners of rich nodes. This is different to POS, where the more tokens a user has, the more likely they are to form a new block. In addition, POA validators must pass a series of checks to confirm their vulnerability. All this makes POA well-suited for private, or as they are also called, corporate blockchains. Such networks involve a limited number of participants who are familiar with each other. Pay attention, they're talking about the private here. In this area, the reputation of the node is crucial, with a validator's reputation being its own main value and capital. Vlad Miller, CEO of Ethereum Express, a cross-platform working on the POA algorithm, told Cointelegraph, One of the significant advantages of such platforms is the ability to scale horizontally POA, horizontally, excuse me, POA services can combine computing power for joint transaction process and thus increasing the throughput of the entire network. Notaries instead of miners. I like this. Each POA network has its own principles for assigning validators. For example, in the POA network, a side chain created on top of the Ethereum blockchain, owners of nodes must be United States citizens and have a valid public notary license. Interesting. This is real interesting. The reliability of such individuals is associated with their profession act professional activities for several reasons. One, the notary data is publicly available. Two, validators cannot refuse to verify their identity. And three, the presence of a notary license guarantees his or her qualification in absence of a criminal record. <laughs> I see what they're doing here. It's definitely centralized. Um, the transaction validation process in itself implies that each block is attributed to a validator's identity. Therefore, if they break the network rules, for example, by not ac accepting a transaction to a specific address, participants of the network can resort to legal instruments to settle the problem. 
notary any decision notably excuse me any decision to modify the network whether it's a hard fork or a small upgrade is said to be signed as a legal document and is recognizable in the court system this according to the poa network developers allows members of the network to be protected and helps to better decide how to deal with upcoming changes however the involvement of the notaries in the system does not mean that it can be used exclusively in the field of documentation or legal processes small and medium-sized companies can use the platform in any processes that require a high transaction processing speed and low commission. To date, the POA network includes 12 validators whose names are disclosed. The profiles of at least eight of them can be found in LinkedIn alone. No one can know who the person behind the network is, both literally and figuratively. No. Yeah, that's... Huh. I thought they just said that um, the names are disclosed, though. No one can know who the person behind the network. Okay. Gamers can vote now. Um, let me see. Where is tracking food, medicine, and spare parts? That might be the part that they were going over. Everyday commerce. Here we go. So the POA algorithm has found its way into everyday commerce as well. With the Bancor project applying it in Kenya to alleviate poverty by providing local communities with the ability to buy and sell local currencies using credit cards or popular cryptocurrencies involving 1,000 businesses and 20 schools. Um, the Bancor founding group previously launched a number of local currency pilots serving various communities. Among them is the currency for a local community of mothers that possessed more than 1,000 transactions per day at its peak. Although its activity was eventually reduced since the, cur since the currency was not transferred outside the group. That's group economics right there. And it says a local community of mothers. Interesting. I'm going to do some research on that. But moving right along to the next story. Um, entitled Africa Will Define the Future of Bitcoin, says the Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. There we go. He goes on to state, Bitcoin, oh, hold on. Bitcoin will see its future defined by Africa. That's one hell of a statement. One of its best known proponents has predicted after completing a tour of the continent. Continent. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Jack Dorsey also said that he's moving to Africa. Family, we need to peep the move that's going on right now. Um, I got to go enjoy the family today and every day. Been trading for the past week during my downtime. Saw two Bitcoin machines yesterday and thought about you. Man, that's what's going on, Miss Brown, one of the originals. Peace, power, and prosperity to you, queen. I miss you. Have a joyous and blessed, blessed turkey day to you and your family as well. Reach out to me so we can connect too. Miss um, Henderson, how we doing? How we doing? Um, moving right along. Um, in a tweet on November 27th, Twitter and Square G CEO Jack Dorsey said that he will return to Africa in 2020 after spending time traveling in Nigeria and Ghana this month. Now, this is one thing that we need to latch on to. There's a lot of individuals from outside of that country and outside of the demographic or my, what they would call the minority of that country going to lay stake and claim and reap the monetary benefits that come from those countries. Um, this is why it's important to back certain individuals that have the currencies that are more so for that demographic, be it um, the Coinda coin, the CJs, be it Guap coin from Mr. Aquarius Maximus, be it um, a coin, which a lot of individuals think was termed after ACON, but actually, actually it stands for African coin, thus a coin. Um, as well as, and there was another one. Oh, the, the biggest company that is making its rounds in Africa that I think individuals, um, 
should become familiar with, who I had the pleasure of actually being on Sidenetta um, TV once with, is Brother Bit Mari. Um, let's go check. Let me see. Let me see if we can pull this up real quick. This is a, um, let me see. Here we go. Here we go. And you can find him at bitmari.com. Giving a huge shout out to him right now. And they're building the African diaspora's financial solution here. Very interesting what they have going on. I suggest you check them out. Um, a cross-border money, cross money remittance services. They also have the Bitmari mobile application where you can cash out smart farm, farm contracts. Um, the smart farm, farm contract, the platform allows contract sponsors to purchase farming contracts for agricultural projects in Africa from anywhere in the world. Using smart contract technology, creating fair trade and transparent farm contracts that give the consumer and farmer the best value. Um, they also have a secure pan-African mobile wallet. We take the security of your funds seriously. Device-based security, all private keys are stored locally, not in the cloud. So this is what we need to be doing is taking our services, our know-how, especially within this new money matrix, and you know, laying claim to lands that some of us say that we're from. Um, I like how they got the Honorable Marcus Garvey up here as well. Um, but moving right along. Oh, let me see. He goes on to state that Africa will define the future, especially the Bitcoin one, he commented, revealing he planned to spend up to six months on the continent next year. During his stint in Nigeria, Dorsey attended a Bitcoin meetup, continuing his personal advocacy of the cryptocurrency. The tech module has become famous for the Bitcoin support, having pledged to integrate its functionality into both Twitter and Square. He has also publicly endorsed the Lightning Network as a payment solution, something which allows Bitcoin users to send funds instantly for next to no fee. Government's slow to respond, though. Dorsey's comments come as Africa continents, excuse me, Africa, Africa continues to generate significant interest in Bitcoin. As Cointelegraph reported, Nigeria, Nigeria regularly features among the most active countries in terms of Bitcoin Google searches, along with fellow African nations such as South Africa. Lagos, Nigeria's most populous city, populous, yeah, populous city is tipped to become a giant metropolis of over 32 million people as soon as 2050, adding to its weight as a marker for the cryptocurrency. According to data from the World Economic Forum, it will be the most populous city in the world by 2100. In total, by the next century, 13 of the top 20 global cities by population will be in Africa. Family, are we hearing these statistics that they're speaking on? Local government has so far taken a risk-adverse stance on Bitcoin. This month, Ghana revealed it was considering a central bank digital currency, better known as a CBDC, so you know when you see it now, CBDC, a central bank di digital currency, in line with plans from China. Nigeria has yet to adopt formal regulation of cryptocurrency. So, interesting news coming from Jack Dorsey, out of Africa, back into Africa. Moving right along, um... An article that I thought needed to be, um, you know, shared, especially today while there are the gathering of many family members, um, especially those that are tuning in right now. You have to be that voice to bring up finances, cryptocurrency, blockchain at the dinner table. It's, it, it really, you know, lies on you. It's up to you to make that choice. Um, 
Peace, peace, peace. We got Miss Compass Circle, Miss uh, Casey checking in with us. Definitely check her out. I mean, if you're into any type of contracting, need to get into type of any type of contracting, looking to get into the trucking business. Um, I mean, her, her, her portfolio is actually massive. I really couldn't even speak on everything right now. Definitely going to have to have her on the show one day to speak on the endeavors that she has and how she may be able to integrate blockchain, but definitely one that you want to follow. Um, but looking at the next story coming in, hold dinners, fam, this Big J. Big J, Big J, Big J, Big J. Big J. Hmm. If you got my uh if you got my contact, hit me up, Big J. I don't know what, what you following me on, but uh DM me, inbox me, or if you got the line, text me straight through. But um, anyways, moving right along. Lebanese Bitcoiners show how to talk about crypto at Thanksgiving. Which is interesting because they wouldn't I don't think they would be celebrating a, an American holiday, I guess. But um, I don't know, the world's kind of diluted and indoctrinated worldwide. But anyways, moving right along into the story. Uh, hold on. Also, family, let me know if I'm choppy at all. Let me know if I'm choppy. Let me know if, the, uh, if it's breaking up as I'm speaking. Because I am getting a little bit of resistance over here as far as interacting with the screen. But anyways, it goes on to say that Bitcoiners in the U.S. might dread talking to their relatives about the crypto market on Thanksgiving. Instead of discussing price volatility, they may consider sharing insights from Lebanese users about what they're thankful for this week. And especially those that understand decentralized finance that are utilizing the in-house digital banking system, you can let them now know that they don't have to put any funds in the cryptocurrency and lose the initial capital that they put in due to investing in a volatile currency that can go up or down at any moment. You know what I mean? Um, oh, hold on. There we go. I want to make sure we're still recording here. Moving right along. In the face of strict banking limitations and a dollar shortage, hold on, that have sparked widespread layoffs and protests in a Middle Eastern country, Bitcoin is helping some Lebanese get by. Emphasis on the word helping. Because in times of civil unrest, traditional social ties can be just as important as technology. Um, you also want to check out individuals that are utilizing cryptocurrency in countries like Venezuela, um, back to Nigeria, Ghana. Places where the currency that they have, if they have a central fiat currency, has been so diluted, so inflated to whereas, I mean, you don't know what you can get day by day by utilizing that currency. And I think that that's one of the biggest problem solvers of cryptocurrency, specifically, specifically. And I just got a, uh, <laughs> I just got an inbox from the CEO of Instadap. I just got an inbox from the CEO of Instadap. I don't know if y'all can see that, but he got the little um, hush hush emoji behind it. He inboxed me and told me that they will be opening up. And I'm gonna let y'all know, but they're gonna be opening up the debt migration inside of uh, SCSI to see die migration today on the Instadap platform. So for individuals that have those accounts open over there, you'll be able to migrate everything right over to the new CDI um, or the new multi-collateral die platform um, currency that's being utilized in the compound platform now. So that's definitely a, uh, let me see, let me, um, I'll, I'll, I'll hit him. I'll hit him back. I don't want to bring it up on here now. But, um, 
Hold on, give me one second. Somebody is actually asking me for a link to the video. I want to send it to them real quick before I move on about this. Um, move on with this certain explan uh article. But before we move on to this article, let me know those out there that have tried to get family and friends involved in cryptocurrency and if you were successful or not. Let me, you know, do you have success stories? Were you able to get mom, pops, um, brother, sister, maybe cousin? The ones y'all should focus on in all actuality, which is the ones that I focus on, is the youth, where I try to hook up nieces and nephews with, you know, little cryptocurrency wallets that will gain them a certain amount of, um, of interest coming in, almost like a savings account. The only difference is that it's decentralized, so you can open it up for anybody. I don't have to go to Wells Fargo, Chase, or any of those plat um, centralized financial institutions and have to use my information, the children's information, to open up an account that they're going to be watching over. No, I open, an, open up an account, and I let the child watch over it. That gives them the financial literacy to move forward with their accounts instead of how we've been pacified and babied and not knowing how the bank and the economic system even works. It just, it just, they taught us to how to work with it versus how it actually works. And that's not what I want the, um, the new youth to come into as far as know-how and operating in this new money matrix. No, I want them to be able to operate securely in their person when it comes to their commercial affairs. Uh, I guess we'll say it like that. Um... Let me see, for some reason, why is this not coming in, though? For some reason, they uninstalled. Oh, well, we'll move right along. Anyways, um, in fact, no. Give me one second, family. I do apologize for this. I really don't like leaving anybody behind. Um, just let me send it to them real quick. Let me send it to them real quick. There we go. All right. So moving right along into the story um, in, the, in the face of strict banking limitations, which is something that I think that we need to pay attention to is the limitations that our banks may or may not have, which I don't think a lot of us are actually knowledgeable about. So I suggest you go and actually figure out how the banks work, what's going on with your money. How is the money created that they're giving out to you or other individuals? Um. Let me see. Copy link. There we go. But just having that that know-how of how the very system that you use works, you know what I mean, is something that I think needs to be taught in each and every household. Just knowing how, to, how the money system works and how the systems that you're putting your money in specifically work for you or against you. Um, moving right along, amid an economic crisis, the Association of Banks in Lebanon has set a temporary one, and this is the important part, they put a temporary $1,000 cap on weekly withdrawals from U.S. dollar accounts at commercial banks. They can do that. While you think that what you put in the bank is yours, this is not so. If it was, how would you allow anybody else, be it an institution, an individual, tell you when how much money you can take out that you yourself put in there 
Reuters reported this earlier this month. A Bitcoin trader in Beirut said his bank set an even lower, holy man, $150 monthly limit for international spending. They're putting the clamp on the dollar, family. I don't know if y'all see this. I don't know if y'all paying attention to this. I don't know if y'all have figured out yet that that's not your money. <laughs> I don't know if y'all figured this out yet. Those dollar bills that we, I mean, that I was out here doing God knows what for, that we be out here stealing, killing, robbing, and, and, and drug dealing for, that shit's not even ours. Let alone do we even know what to actually do with it as far as growing it into any type of long-term wealth. The, the farthest we get is the, is, the, is the paper, the money, the dollars. As long as we got a lot of them, we think that we're okay. This is not so. Got to change our thinking. But moving right along, chatter in Lebanese WhatsApp group indicates many civilians are struggling to access their bank accounts storing any currency. Such restrictions create widespread ripple effects. Since many Lebanon business managers import with dollars rather than the inflationary lira, which once again, their dollar is so inflationary that they don't even want to transact with it. But what happens is they want to transact with the U.S. dollar, but now they got regulations and, and certain qualifications to transact with it. We are slowly running out of imported items and goods, said the Beirut trader, who, like others interviewed for this article, spoke on condition of anonymity and his personal safety. The local butcher didn't buy meat today because he can't increase Libra prices, so he'd rather not get any. He said, sending photos of nearly empty supermarket shelves. Family, when we read these stories, please don't think, oh, that's a third world country. That had never happened here. And yada, 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 yada. Man, <laughs> it's sad to say if, if, if we really think for a second that many of the world um, calamities that are going on right now cannot happen in-house, we got another thing coming. Uh, Brian, Brian Coleman, what's going on? Ms. Camacho, what's going on? Hey, I had to, I had to laugh at that, what you sent me yesterday, Ms. Camacho. Should you short? Nah, this is the thing, and this is to everybody. When you enter any type of position, you're going to see some downside. It's a possibility you're going to see downside. It doesn't mean that it was the wrong decision. doesn't mean it was a bad decision. doesn't mean that you should exit because now you're going in the negative of your account. It just means that there's volatility in the market. Never let your decision be swayed by emotion if your decision was based off of statistics or technicals. You know what I mean? Just a little word to the wise. Just a little word to the wise. Slightly choppy, nothing too crazy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, moving right along. Where do you leave off at? Oh, in that context, remittances are a lifeline, including those sitting in crypto. I believe Bitcoin is helpful, especially for the experts looking to send money to help family in Lebanon. I've actually been getting a few calls about that today, said uh, another Bitcoiner in Beirut said, noting he helped up to 35 families do this this month. Each transaction worth more than $10,000 in Bitcoin. People are moving their, their family wealth in this stuff. This is one thing we got to understand. It's not so much the price of Bitcoin, it's the ability of what Bitcoin allows individuals to do seamlessly and borderlessly. That represents roughly a 20% increase from his usual, from his usual volume. Unlike other traders, this Bitcoiner doesn't accept fiat or local payments for his services. In part, he says, because his Lebanese credit card has been limited to $200 of spending a day. So he charges a small premium in Bitcoin and has a network of people who distribute dollars to families in return. Most businesses remain operational thanks to a creative way to ensure the, the circulation of money, he said. A third Lebanese Bitcoin trader in Byblos said his customer base went from roughly 30 people a month 
converting Bitcoin remittances from all from abroad to dollars to 200 people this past month. These are the things that we're not seeing. This is the news that you're not getting. This is the innovation that you're not seeing happen over here in the Americas. But it's going on worldwide. He estimated that up to $6,000 worth of Bitcoin flowed in Lebanon through his deals alone. And he is one of four liquidity providers in Byblos. Those There's also been an increase in customers seeking Bitcoin to send abroad. This is what we've been looking for. This is what we've been waiting on. This is what has actually been happening, right? Though we're not privy to that news or that information. They go on to say that it's working, it's efficient, it's serving many businesses. They are sending money abroad to receive merchandise. One of my clients sent $100,000 worth of Bitcoin to get his container from Saudi. He exports energy drinks. Proof is in the pudding. Family ties. Now, no one is claiming that Bitcoin alone can fix Lebanon's problems. Popular Twitter memes notwithstanding. Rather, it's a tool that can be used to bolster resources like family networks that have also made a difference. We are a family-oriented uh, culture, so we support each other, said the first Bray Root trader. I guess you could call it pooling. Anyone, contribu- any, anyone contributes as they can, but it's obvious that the people are on a budget and not spending on luxury or entertainment, something that I think many Americans need to practice. Not spending the money that we make on luxury or entertainment when there's so much more that it can go to and so much more that it needs to go to. The average American, if you really want to know, has less than $1,000 in the bank account, and that's uh, for a household, meaning in any type of emergency where funds are needed, Many of us don't have access to it as a family unit, and that needs to be looked upon. Um, you know, the, now some of those same families that do not have a thousand dollars in the bank to fall back upon in type in case of emergency may or may not, but may have a number of different material items in their house that add up to the amount in thousands as far as initial entry price, but will not get those same thousands on exit price, meaning that they have bought a number of liabilities with the funds that they do make versus investing it in assets that could bring back a return which will ensure the money works for you not against you um he goes on to state a local no more shopkeepers in lebanon are keeping paper ledgers of credit for local families several on the ground sources say this was already an established custom in some cases but it's more common in times like these a local supermarket will have a small book that will say for example my family lives in this apartment and has been shopping there for there at the market for the past 10 years, said a fourth, fourth Lebanon trader who is currently living abroad. Meanwhile, his peer in Beirut said he feels the personal risk to Bitcoiners are higher these days due to misinformation and political rivalries. Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah paints economic protesters as political groups exploited by foreign powers, which the Beirut-based Bitcoiners said stokes anonymity, animosity excuse me, and increases violence within the community. Since Bitcoin is often associated with anti-government protests by nature of its cypherpunk origins, this requires word-of-mouth education to show Bitcoin is an applicable, excuse me, a political asset, not a foreign get-rich-quick scheme, he said, which is one of the things that I really try to press to people. If, you're, if you get this is the thing. Don't 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 think about 2017 in the run from a thousand to twenty thousand dollars. If your thing is I'm getting into Bitcoin because it's supposed to go to twenty thousand, forty thousand, and I'm gonna be rich, you're missing the ball because you're not gonna be able to withstand the volatility, and you may lose more than what you gain if you're not careful. 
I've said this many a time. The power is in the application of the currency, not so much the price of the currency. I think if everyone took the time to educate their family and surrounding community, <laughs> the might the world might be a better place, the Beirut trader said. Bitcoin should help with education. Not saying that Bitcoin will make you rich, but why it works is how it can work for us. That's that's in a nutshell. I mean, couldn't say it any better. Uh, moving on to our last story, and this is actually um, actually piggybacking off what. Let me see. And for those that um, did catch it recently, I did um, actually share the story about the two brothers from. Oh, no, here we go. From India. Who are actually, I don't know if you've seen the video or tuned into the podcast, but the two brothers that actually are the co-founders and creator of Instadap are a 19 and 21-year-old individual, Mr. Samye and Samyak Jane. Those are the individuals that created um, the Instadap platform. And yep, here we go right here. They said... Any idea when debt migration or Seaside or Seaside will be open? And they said today. So definitely a, a good thing. Get ready for those migrations, family. And this is the reason why we're able to migrate now. Multi-collateral die has been added to the compound protocol through the creation of a new C token contract, CDI, which you can now supply and borrow the latest version of DAI. Several minor improve, improvements have been made to the C token contract for this launch, and one significant improvement, upgradability. Over time, the mechanics of CDI can evolve through the governance layer of Compound. At launch, CDI functions exactly like other C tokens, but in the coming weeks, CDI will be upgraded to implement the die savings rate and interest rate set through the maker voting process. Following the upgrade, CDI will be enabled as collateral to borrow other assets, meaning that not only will we be able to get the interest off of CDI, CDI will have another form of interest working for it, and that's the die savings rate. I mean, man, the possibilities, the, the implementations, the growth in this space is, is, is phenomenal. Um, as a brand new market, now this is the disclaimer, as a brand new market, interest rates, liquidity, and behavior may be highly unusual at first. Please exercise considerable caution when interacting with CDI. So understand that coming in through the door, anything within this new money matrix, you have to come at it with a certain level of, okay, I know this is new, hasn't been really used yet. We are the guinea pigs. We are the pioneers. Now, piggybacking off the first story, Bancor coming out, opening up an airdrop coming in New Year's Eve. Let's see what the price is and what we have the ability to grab it for right now, which is $0.25. Cent. Man, we could see lower prices. I mean, when we look at this where it came from, it was just $1.20, what, $0.80? Cent. I mean, hell, up here at $2.50. All in 2019. Now coming down to $0.25. Cent. Now, understanding what an airdrop is, basically if you buy these tokens, per the amount of tokens you get, you're going to get that many, whatever the calculations is, in airdrops of the new token, being the ETH BNT or the ETH Bancor token. So the smart thing to do would be to collateralize, not collateralize, excuse me, would be to, what's the word I'm looking for? Not collateralize. Hmm. Basically, buy up as many shares as possible at the lowest price possible. That way, when they do the snapshot on New Year's Eve, um, whatever time they're going to do it, then you can move on about your life and possibly dump BNT, which is probably what, what's going to happen after the snapshot is taken. So 
be very wary of that and understand some individuals are actually going to take advantage of this. Buy it now and dump it before you even get a chance to. Buy the rumor, sell the news type of thing that may go on, though I'm not seeing it happen yet. We did come down here around 22 cents, which we're actually up to 25 cents. So that's actually over the last couple of days. Let's see. You're actually up over time, over 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 nine percent in the last three days. Nice growth. Let's see if we can keep it going. Um, getting now into the last part of the show, family. I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in. Um, let me see. Let me open this up. See how much time we got going on on the New Money Matrix podcast. We got 44 minutes. That's crazy. I just called it at the 44 too. It was actually 44 22, which is 44 4. Um, that's interesting. But yeah, we, we're winding down to the last part of the show where we go through the top 20 coins. Um, if anybody has any type of coin requests, you can paste those now, post those now. I'll be sure to take a look at as many as possible within the time frame allowed. Um, let me see. Make sure everything is still um, recording. Make sure I'm still uh, can be heard, can be seen. Yep, we're looking pretty good. So, moving right along, right now we got a market cap of two hundred and one billion, up from the one ninety something we were at yesterday. Um, eighteen million six hundred and forty one thousand eight hundred and ninety six dollars. We had a twenty four hour volume of twenty one billion. Excuse me. Ugh. 21 billion 225 million 127,573 dollars right now BTC dominance is at a 67.17 percent um coming in number one you got big bank hang Bitcoin trading at seven thousand four hundred and seventy three dollars up 2.9 percent within the last 24 hours coming in number two you got ethereum trading at 151 dollars and 26 cents up 1.9 percent within the last 24 hours coming in number three we got ripple trading at 22 cents up 1.33 percent within the last hour coming in number four you got usdt which is the cryptocurrency equivalent to the united states dollar trading at 99 cents down 1.1 percent within the last 24 hours coming in number four you got bitcoin cash trading at 219 dollars up 2.6 percent within the last 24 hours coming in number six you got ltc Litecoin trading at 4680, actually down 0.4% within the last 24. Absolutely no growth within the last hour. Coming in number seven, you got EO trading at $2.68, only seeing an increase of 0.2% within the last 24, down 0.9% within the last hour. Coming in number eight, you have BNB, Binance's native currency, trading at $15.90, up 2.19% within the last 24, 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in number nine, we got BSV, Bitcoin SV trading at $107.57, up 0.9% within the last 24, 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in number 10, we got XLM, Stellar, trending at $0.05, cents, up 0.6% within the last 24. Coming in at number 11, we got Tron, TRX, trading at a penny, up 4.2% within the last hour. I mean, excuse me, within the last 24 hours. Gains of 4% overnight. Coming in, or in the last 24, rather. Coming in at number 12, we have ADA. Cardano trading at $0.03, cent, up 1.8% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 13, we have Leo. Trading at $0.95, cent, actually up 3.9% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 14, we got XMR, Monero, top privacy coin, trading at $54.63, up 4.11% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 15, we have Adam, Cosmo, trading at $3.65, up 4.06% within the last 24, 1.12% within the last hour. Coming in at number 16, we got Chainlink, trading at $2.24, up 0.5% within the last 24, 0.9% within the last hour. 
Nice. Coming in number 17, we got Tezos. XTZ trading at $1.27, up 4.87% within the last 24. Coming in number 18, we have NEO trading at $9.40, up 2.2% within the last 24 hours. And coming in at number 19, we got Huobi token trading at $2.66, family up 4.6% within the last 24, 1% within the last hour. And coming in last but not least, we have IOTA, who at $0.21 cent is up 2.33% since yesterday's um, show. Family, that is your top 20 coins in the coin market. Um... In the uh, coin market cap, yeah, I guess how you would say it. Let's look at the top uh, runners, though. Let's look at the top gainers. Hmm. Let's let's try to customize. No, it's not customized. What is it? It's filtered. That's what I want to do. not even letting me do it the way I want to. I want to look at just top 100 coins. Let's see. Total supply circulating. Not seeing what I want here. Because I want to just look at the top 100 coins. Not something that's, you know, coin 1,000, 100 and none of that. I want to look. Because look. XMC. What the hell is XMC? Monero Classic. Come on, man. Up 292% with a 24-hour volume of $6. Like, come on. Miss me with all this. I want to see the real um, real deal. Holy field. So, let's see. That means we're going to have to come over here real quick. Let me see if I got any coin requests before I end this. Let me see if I got any coin requests from anybody coming in before I end this. Nope. Doesn't appear to be any coin requests. So we'll take a look at the biggest gainers real quick and then go, um, I'll end it there. Here we go, gainers and losers. Now, the reason I like this list is because the 24-hour volume got to be at least $50,000 for them to make it over here. So here we go. Coming in number, man, look at this. ROM up 1,278% with a 24-hour volume of over $155,000. What the hell is ROM token? Let's see what this is real quick. Wow. Ah, okay, yeah, it went from probably zero to only, it's only trading at two Satoshis. So, yeah, I can see that happening. Where is this thing being sold at? Let's see. Look at our market pair, see what shit exchanges it's on. Let's do it by reported volume. Yeah, Coinbit, BitThumb, CoinZest, and BitSonic. So, yeah. Um, interesting that it's up so much. That's all I can say about it. And they don't even have any really information. Just that it's a coin made on the Ethereum network. Which I don't know if you noticed, but a majority of all cryptocurrencies in the space are... A majority of them are made on the Ethereum network. A lot of them are ERC-20 or ERC-721 tokens. Um, let me see who we got that stands out here. Man, they got so many new coins. 
Grossel coin, Wax is on here, Cosmo coin is on here, Solve is on here, who Brother D. Duncan just gave me a heads up on. I definitely appreciate that one. Salute to the God. Fetch AI is on here. Definitely want to pay attention to them coming into the nickel right now, up 22% in the last 24 hours. You can actually get Fetch AI on your trust wallet within the Binance Dex uh, exchange. Let's see who the top winners losers are. Video coin down to 11 cent. That's the only one that stands out to me. Ibacus. That's one I want to take a look at because I know what the Ibacus stone is. Cot's actually on here. Cot, <laughs> one of the biggest losers. So, um, yeah, that's about it, family. Um, let me check one more time, make sure there's no coin requests. If not, I'm going to end this now. I want to thank everybody that tuned in with me for this early rising show of Coffee and Crypto. Once again, happy Turkey Day to everybody. Um, Brother Michael wants to take a look at Ethereum. Let's do that now. ETH played out. Damn, ETH played out perfectly too. Look at that short take. Pro yeah, ETH played out perfect. Um, let's get rid of this though. And ETH pretty much uh, gearing up, doing the same thing that Bitcoin's doing. Looking like it's a um, it, it's actually looking like a bull flag. So we'll be looking for the break. What is this? About 151. Really 152 to the upside. If you don't break that and you are going to break down. I mean, look at man, look at that. Just just based off the Fibonacci alone, look at that bounce off the 382, which is what you're coming down to right now. That's, man, that's flawless. I love that. 236. So, yeah, your next level of, of support is 148, 146, and 143. Watch those levels. If 146 gets breached, you're most likely coming back down below uh, lower 140 area. Let me see. Let's. I don't need that because I got that in the um, in the RSI EMA. So we can now add. Let me see on a four hour. What do we have here? Not enough here. Let me see. Let me look at ETH versus USD on Coinbase. On the four hour, you got support coming in from the 21 day EMA, but then you got a rejection level coming in around a 55 day. That's what's going to weigh you down. That's what actually knocked you down. So, support coming in right here at 149. You're going to possibly want to bounce off of that, which is actually having you bounce off the lower support levels here. Excuse me, resistance level turning into support, but previous support. Got to have you bouncing off of there if you can hold up. 
Um, if not, you can drop to about one forty-seven. Below that, you got your seven eight six coming in at one hundred and forty-three dollars. Now to the upside, rejection levels coming in at around one fifty-five, um, one sixty-two, and one sixty-seven, respectfully. That's to the upside. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end this now. I want to thank everybody that tuned in for the Early Rising Show of Coffee and Crypto, those that watched and those that will be listening in later on. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. Have a happy Turkey Day to all. Um, Man, I'm out of here.